so I uh, I assume that many uh, many of you, uh, many young people, I think uh, today, uh, actually not just young people, but I think parents as well, uh, but especially young people are probably spending their day like this. How many people are spending this, their day like this, or a good part of their day? It's, uh, I know that my kids uh, are online for classes. <laughs> Not you, okay. Uh, that's good. Uh, but um, many, uh, kind of, yes. So many children, uh, many parents, adults, um, teenagers, um, but especially children who are in school, are uh, spending a lot more time online. Um, mashallah, you have a daily plan. Mashallah, that's excellent. That's very, very good. For those who were uh, here last session or who saw the last session, children circled and made a daily uh, plan, a daily schedule. That's excellent, mashallah. Um, but for many people, um, um, especially including children, uh, a good part of the day is probably being spent online, um, either to do, you know, to attend school, uh, to attend classes, uh, to do their assigned work, their homework, um, or simply, you know, because they're, they're, they have time and they're not sure how to spend it. Maybe they didn't follow what we discussed last week. Um, and uh, nonetheless, there's a lot of time that ends up being spent um, online, especially in these types of situations. So my question to you now is um, sort of unrelated, but actually it is related. Um, who knows what this is? Who can tell me what this is on the screen right now? No, it doesn't work. A mouse trap. That's right. And what is a mouse trap used for? What is a mouse trap used for? It's pretty self-explanatory, I suppose, uh, for trapping mice. That's right. Very good. Um, killing or capturing mice. Yes. Um, so a mouse trap is set up. As you can see, it has uh, some bait. Uh, so in this case, it's a piece of cheese. Although I don't believe that cheese is normally the best thing to attract mice. Um, what actually apparently works really well for mice uh, are Tootsie Rolls, believe it or not. So. For some reason, mice appear to love Tootsie Rolls. So if somebody sets up a mouse trap with Tootsie Rolls, there's a good chance that uh, they're gonna they're gonna have a mouse uh, stuck in their trap. Uh, so as you can see, there is something that is very appealing. Um, so for example, it could be a piece of cheese, it could be the Tootsie Roll, it could be peanut butter, it could be you know other things uh, that attract the mice. And when the mice or the, the mouse comes onto the trap, um, then boom! All of a sudden. Um, the, the, the metal piece, uh, tra you know, swings, uh, or springs onto the mouse, uh, and, and traps it and it's no longer able to, to run away. Um, you know, this is what human beings use to trap mice. Um, unfortunately there are human beings, uh, and even shaitan, uh, who tries to, uh, trap, attract and trap, um, all human beings, um, including children as well. Okay, so children, unfortunately, are not immune, are not necessarily protected uh, from shaitan and from people who are following shaitan's teachings, who are following uh, shaitanic uh, instructions, who are part of shaitan's army. Uh, so therefore, it's very important for us to be aware of the types of traps that can be set up 
or that are set up in order to attract us and to trap us. Um, now, there's different types of traps. Now, you can imagine a mouse trap is not going to work on, on, on a rat, um, or it's not going to work on a raccoon, um, or on a groundhog. So for different types of creatures, there's different types of traps that can be set up. Um, so for adults, uh, for you know older people, there can be different types of tools and different types of tricks and, and traps that shaitan sets up. Um, but today we're going to be focusing on the types of traps um, that shaitan and, and people who are evil or who are following uh, the teachings of shaitan, uh, the types of traps that they set up, uh, especially for younger children. Okay, so, so when we go outside, okay, and I know there are some restrictions nowadays in terms of using parks, um, don't use parks, I know it may be very tempting, uh, but the city has actually, the city of Ottawa has shut down, and many other cities as well have shut down their parks, and people who are caught using parks, even play structures, or even playing in the fields, uh, can actually get a very big fine uh, of, uh, you know, perhaps even above $700, $800 or so. Um, so because of the current situation, we're not supposed to be using parks, we're not supposed to be using play structures. What we are allowed to do is just walk through, so if there's a pathway going through the park, or if you're just taking a shortcut, you can walk across, but you can't sit, you can't, you know, stay around in a park um, and make use of it right now. Uh, but when the situation is normal, so, you know, outside of this current situation that we're in, what are some of the things that you're supposed to watch out for outside? When you go outside the home or outside the security of your home or your school? Yes, there is restrictions on people gathering, uh, more than five people. Yes, that's true. But also the, the parks have been shut down. There are notices that have been posted um, and people have received fines for uh, for being in a park um, other than just walking through it. So uh, we should be careful. But my question is with regards to when we go outside of the home, as children especially, what are the things that we are instructed by our parents and by teachers uh, to be careful of, uh, to be aware of? What are some of the common instructions that we find? You have to be careful of cars, yes. Crossing the street, that's very good. What other things do parents normally warn their children about? So, for example, what have your, your, your parents or your teachers warned you about when you started leaving home alone for the very first time? Strangers, okay, that's very good. That's very good, mashallah. Washing hands, yes, especially nowadays. Anybody else? The things that we are told to be aware of. A child leaving home for the first time, walking, let's say, to school alone. What are some of the things that their parents are likely to warn them about? So one of the things can be talking to strangers, right? And this is actually a real image uh, from a real uh, experiment that a person did uh, where they actually, um, so, you know, many children, I think most children know that, you know, they're not supposed to talk to strangers. Um, and this person did an experiment where they actually took a really, you know, a cute puppy or a cute dog uh, with them uh, to a playground and um, started talking to the children, asking them if they wanted to pet the puppy or, or to pet the, the, the animal, um, you know, and just asking them if they wanted to play with it and striking up a conversation with the child, with children. Um, and guess what? 
when children got distracted, many of them actually ended up going along with the stranger. Uh, when they said, you know, would you like to come with me to play with my dog? Would you like to come over? And so on. Okay, so um, it's one thing to know that, yes, you know, we're supposed to be careful about such situations. We're not supposed to go with strangers. We're not supposed to talk to strangers. Um, but at the same time, uh, it's very easy, especially for children to become distracted uh, and to actually forget those things. So always, you know, keep in mind um, that you should not be talking to strangers. You should not be um, going with a stranger, especially. Um, you know, out of a playground or out of a safe area and going with them to another location. So that's one of the things I think you would agree that parents often warn their children about. Another thing that um, children are often warned about is about taking candies or taking food from strangers. Um, you know, there have been instances and cases of kids, you know, getting candy that was uh, laced with, you know, some sort of poison um, or, you know, containing some harmful substance. Nowadays, it's even more uh, uh, more scary and more challenging because, you know, there are uh, cookies and candies uh, that include drugs um, that can be very, very dangerous for children. Um, so, you know, now you have to be even extra careful about making sure that you're not taking food, uh, especially things that look nice or that you think would taste nice uh, from strangers. And sometimes even from classmates as well, because there have been cases where, you know, people had uh, cookies that contain drugs, for example, at home, um, and the children mistakenly brought them to school, shared them with their friends, um, and, you know, they all end up getting, um, you know, uh, getting the harmful effects of taking those drugs. Uh, and you're absolutely right. They can also be haram as well. So, you know, if you don't know the ingredients, it's, it's you know, you need to be very careful about taking food uh, from, uh, from strangers, uh, sorry, from classmates. You really shouldn't be taking anything at all uh, from strangers. So that's another thing that parents often warn their children about. Um, there have been instances also of uh, dangers in playgrounds where there are, you know, sick, evil people uh, who do things like put blades, um, you know, on play structures or hide them in the sand uh, in playgrounds uh, where, you know, children uh, come in uh, to play and they're having fun. And the next thing you know, they're cut by these blades, uh, either that were in the sand or that were, you know, stuck onto to, um, to the play structures. So, you know, these are just a few examples of the many dangers that exist and things that specifically children are often warned about by their parents and by their teachers um, about, you know, the things that they should be careful about if, um, if and when they do go outside. Now, when you go on the internet, you know, there are other types of dangers. Okay, so what are the things that you should be careful about? Online, right? Um, it's, uh, yeah, I know it's shocking, but it's true, right? There have been instances of that. Uh, but coming to online, you know, what are the things that you should be careful about? So, you know, you're not going to have a stranger um, necessarily approach, approaching you in a car, offering you a candy um, on the Internet. You know, you're not going to find, um, you know, play structures with blades on them uh, or razors on them. Um, you're not going to have a stranger who's going to come and talk to you physically and personally and try to call you over to their house. But there are similar dangers online as well. And the, 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 the scary part or the, the risk is that when you're in the comfort of your home, right? When you're sitting in the comfort of your home, you're sitting in your bedroom, you're, you're sitting in your living room or wherever, you know, your computer is, or maybe you're on a, on a, on a tablet or a phone, um, it's very easy to feel comfortable because you're not feeling directly threatened. You don't have a stranger who's coming to you physically in your face. 
Um, so we tend to feel more comfortable when we are online, when we are using a device, when we're playing a video game. Um, but as you know, many of us know, uh, you might have experienced it, you know, there are quite a few dangers that exist online. So for example, you know, if you look at the image on the left, there are actually, you know, there are quite a few, um, you know, types of uh, websites and other types of videos, um, material really, which is unacceptable, uh, which is uh, really bad to look at, to listen to, to watch um, in terms of pictures, videos, uh, music. Um, you know, there's all types of evils, all types of haram things on the internet. And um, you have to be aware of the fact that not everything on the internet is believable. Not everything on the internet um, is true. Not everything on the internet is halal. Not everything on the internet is safe for you. So you actually have to pretend, not pretend, but believe that when you're on the internet or when you're using a device that is connected to the internet, uh, you are actually exposing yourself to harm. You're actually in a place where people can harm you, where there's material that can actually harm you. Um, so you have to be aware and be mentally prepared for that and just, you know, just know that, that it is not a safe space. It is just like being out on the street, um, you know, in a neighborhood that is not familiar to you or being, you know, uh, downtown, um, you know, in a scary place in the middle of the night. You know, that's what the Internet is like, even though when you go online, you may not see those parts, but those risks and those dangers are lurking just around the corner. Okay, so there may be times where you come across, you know, material that is uncomfortable, that is shocking, that is that you've never seen before, that you've never heard of before. Um, and it's very important that when we come across that type of material, that we don't continue looking at it, that we don't continue exploring it. If you come across something which is shocking, which 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 surprises you, which you think may be wrong, uh, or you know contains uh, you know images or videos or, or music or lyrics um, that you know your parents are not going to like, you know is going could get you in trouble. Um, just close it right there. You know, turn it off, close it, switch it right away, um, and get away from it as soon as possible. Because staying in that type of material, continuing to watch it and expose yourself is putting you at risk and you should not be exposed to that type of material. Okay, so that's one example. Um, the second image that we find uh, here in the middle is regarding, you know, here's a girl who is, um, you know, having a conversation on the internet and there's uh, someone who appears to be, you know, giving her flowers or acting really nice and kind to her. But the reality is that she doesn't know who's on the other side. There is someone who's probably pretending to be um, you know, uh, someone who they are not, um, or maybe they are interacting with the child with bad intentions. Okay. So you have to remember that when you're on the internet, you never truly know who's on the other side, especially, especially if you're dealing with people that you don't know from before. So you may have a friend who goes to the same school as you, you've met them before. You may have, uh, you know, a, a relative, um, someone in the neighborhood, uh, that you've gotten to know, or maybe you traveled somewhere with your family and you met, you know, someone at your cousin's house uh, and you became friends, whatever the case may be. So if there's someone who you've met before and then you connect online, that is different than just connecting with someone online for the first time. So, and what, unfortunately, these evil people, you know, people who are setting up traps or working on shaitan's orders or who just have really bad intentions themselves, they 
um, they will never tell you, of course, that they are lying. And they will pretend to be someone else. And they, at the end of the day, they have a plan of what they want from you. They want you to do something. And in some cases, it is goes as far as actually kidnapping children, building trust, okay? Pretending like they are someone your age, someone who has the same interests as you, getting to know you, getting to know where you live, your address, getting to see your pictures. So trying to compile as much information they can about you until they build trust and you forget that you have actually never met this person and that you actually don't know who they really are. So they want you to forget that and build so such a great friendship online that you forget the fact that you never met this person and you start trusting them because they seem so nice and so kind and so friendly online and then eventually getting you to meet up with them or eventually getting you to come out somewhere where you know they can harm you, they can kidnap you or whatever the case may be. So you have to always remember that when you are on the internet, you never know for sure who is on the other side, who is communicating with you. Are they really who they claim to be? If they are someone who you already know offline, who you know from the real world, who you've met in person before, then there's a good chance that, okay, it is probably the same person. Although even in those cases, sometimes there can be people who are impersonating or pretending to be that person. But that is, a, is uh, I guess, you know, not that likely. But if you get to know someone on the internet for the first time, maybe in a video game chat room, maybe, um, you know, in some other, uh, you're using some app and, you know, you come across someone um, and you start communicating, uh, then you have to be very, very careful because the person you are communicating with may not really be, be who they claim to be or who are they are, who they are showing themselves to be. Okay, so be very careful about that. Here on the right side, you know, you see um, um, someone who appears to be a child on an iPad and their brain is just glowing. And essentially, another thing that we have to be careful about is actually getting addicted to screens. Addicted means you, are, you become so used to doing something that you are not able to let go. You are not able to get away from it. Or if you do get away from it, it really causes you to have bad behavior and it really changes you, your personality. And it really, you know, makes you someone who you normally aren't in terms of your behavior, in terms of how you're thinking, in terms of your attitude. So it's really, you know, it's really, really important not to get to that point where the screen becomes an addiction for you. And I'll show you later on why that is so serious. Okay. So here, um, we have a few things to be careful about, inshallah. Okay, so first of all, be very, very careful about sending pictures or videos. Okay, uh, so right now, mashallah, I see everyone, you know, has their videos off. And now, of course, I think most of you know me in person. Um, you may not know everyone else. So it's good that you're being safe and your video is off. But if you wanted to, because you're in a relatively safe environment, um, you could, if you had the permission of your parents, turn on your camera, okay? But it's actually good that you haven't because normally you should be very careful about the use of your camera, about sending pictures, about making videos. Uh, you know, sometimes friends get together online and they want to do something silly. You know, maybe they're on, on, on an app or, you know, they're just recording themselves doing silly things. But always remember that whenever you take a picture or make a video, and send it to someone, 
there is always the potential that it could be shared. People could share it. Even if there's an app that tells you that they're going to delete your picture or whatever you're sharing or posting, there still is the possibility that some will, will, will take a picture of it with another phone or will take a screenshot or will record it somehow. Or perhaps there will be a hack and it, the pictures or the videos or the messages will get released. So you should always, always be very, very careful about sharing pictures and sharing videos. The best thing to do is actually never to show your picture, never to share your picture or to share your own videos. So always be careful about that. Um, the other thing is, um, like I said, be careful about screen time. You know, know that you should have uh, some point where you realize that you need to get off the tablet, get off the device, get off the video game. Um, you know, there may be reasons to use it, whether you're studying or maybe, you know, playing a bit or communicating with your friends or whatever it is. But at some point, you do need a break. Otherwise, it is it can be very, very harmful for your brain, for your development and in, in many other ways as well. Um, in terms of uh, one second now. Yeah, so in terms of, um, you know, the types of other materials that exist on the internet, uh, be very careful, um, like I said, uh, about, you know, the, the people that you're talking to, uh, who you're talking to, what you're talking about, um, even chat rooms, right? So if you go into video game chat rooms and you see people are having conversations about things that you don't understand, um, are using words that you don't understand, terms that you don't understand, um, are, you know, or, or saying language or using words that are uh, unhealthy or that are that are you know uh, bad uh, then you shouldn't be there okay just take yourself out of that situation um unfortunately people are especially using video game chat rooms for many types of evil things uh so you know just if it's if it's about the game okay fine you just talk about the game but never give away your personal information try not to use your real name Try not to tell people about where you live, uh, who you are, um, you know, and if you see them talking about things that you don't understand or that you know are bad, um, then don't stay there. Uh, but you know, exit, leave from that conversation um, so that you know you can harm yourself. Inshallah. Um, here's a few uh, tips. Uh, so zip it. Personal stuff private. Keep your personal stuff private. Um, and think about what you say and do online. Okay, so um, whatever is personal, uh, what would be personal information, by the way? Can someone tell me what would be considered personal stuff? Any examples? What would be considered personal stuff? So uh, your address, very good. Details of your inner life, yes, absolutely. Address is very important, so never share your address. Uh, if you ever find yourself at a form, you're signing up for something and it's asking you for your name, your date of birth, your address, your phone number, your email address even, uh, don't fill it in, don't give it away until you have it checked by a parent, okay? A lot of times, even, even parents and adults um, get scammed, you know, and, and fall for, for scams and, um, for, and are defrauded. So, uh, it can be even more challenging for children for younger children to know whether it's safe or not. So never give away 
any personal information. So whether it's your, your name, uh, your date of birth, your address, your phone number, your email address, uh, for adults, your social security number or your social insurance number. Um, you know, if it asks you for a credit card number, don't go into your parents' wallet and just, you know, and try to enter it. No, don't do any of those things. Okay. So keep your personal stuff private and think about what you say and do online. So always be aware, like I said, that when you're online, you're not in a safe environment. You're actually out there in the city alone at night. And you need to be very, very careful about who you talk to and what information you give, what you watch, what you listen to. Okay. So zip it. So just, just do, you know, the work that you need to do. If it's a game, you talk about the game. Uh, if you're talking to your friends, talk to your friends about, you know, normal things, but don't give away any personal information. Uh, number two, block it. Okay. So block people who send nasty messages and don't open unknown links and attachments. And that's really, really important. Okay. So if there are people and there's actually a, recently, there was a report, a news report about how many nasty, uh, and really, you know, either mean or really evil messages, uh, people receive children receive. Um, you know, if they, if they go online and if they make themselves uh, available, if they, for example, post a public profile on a social media site and share pictures, uh, it can be really, really harmful, you know, uh, for boys and girls, but especially for girls. So if there are people who are sending you nasty messages, who are sending you inappropriate messages, who are trying to, um, you know, mess around with you, who are trying to invite you to become friends with them and you don't know who they are, uh, be very careful. Uh, ignore those messages, delete those messages, and don't open unknown links and attachments. Sometimes people, you know, there's a lot of fraud, fake emails that go around, you know, people saying that, uh, you know, you have won, you have won a million dollars, uh, you know, I don't know, Walmart is giving away uh, $150, you know, free gift cards, Tim Hortons is giving away this and, and this and that, and they want you to click on a link. Um, so do not click on any links um, and attachments. You know, people says, somebody says, oh, I'm sending you a video, um, you know, check out this video, check this out, check that out. Just try really not to click on any of those things, not to download any of those attachments, unless you get it checked by an adult. A person hacking to someone's account, OCDSP and send, uh, yes, I know, uh, the entire, uh, you know, school board essentially received those emails, um, with racist swear words. So, you know, it's, and that's supposed to be a safe place because it's, it's your school account. Um, it's through the Ottawa Carleton district school board, uh, district school board, but you know, hackers and people with evil intentions uh, can get into different things. So again, that highlights the importance of being safe, not believing everything that you read online, getting a check by an adult if you're not sure. Okay. So once again, if there's people who are contacting you who you do not know, okay, people who are strangers, they're trying to act like they want to become friends with you, or they're sending, you know, bad words or bad messages with bad ideas to you, um, ignore them, delete them, block them. Um, and if there are, uh, unknown links, uh, to, to things that people want you to click on, that they're sending you files or pictures, you know, videos, be careful. Don't download them. Don't click on them until, um, you have it checked by a parent. Um, and yes, uh, part of that again is flagging it, right? So if you uh, find something that upsets you or someone asks you, especially to meet you offline. Uh, and especially for young children, somebody wants to become your friend, wants to add you and follow you on a social media app or, or site, um, you know, have someone trustworthy that you can share with. It could be, uh, you know, a parent, it could be your teacher, it could be a responsible or older sibling, a brother or sister that's older and, you know, that's mature and responsible um, and who knows how to be careful. Um, 
it's good to have someone that you trust that you can actually show these things to because it can be very complicated, like I said, even for adults. So especially for young children, it can be uh, quite of a challenge. This is the part that I was talking about uh, with regards to screen time. Okay, so screen addiction uh, is actually very serious, okay, because it starts impacting your brain. Right now, at the age that you're at, your brain is still growing, right? Your brain is still developing, and that is going to have an impact on how your brain is going to work um, and how you are going to live your life when you grow up. So for children who are exposed to a lot of screen time and especially video games, um, that can actually be very, very dangerous and could be just as dangerous as a drug. Okay, so even though you're not taking drugs, mashallah, alhamdulillah, you're protecting yourself from taking evil, haram things like drugs, being addicted to your screen, to a video game, or you know, to a TV screen, to a, to a, a tablet, to a phone, um, that can, and especially playing video games, that can have the same impact on your brain as drugs. Okay, and that is very, very serious because it changes how you feel. It changes what things make you feel good. It can, um, you know, it can uh, change uh, what makes you feel excited, um, you know, uh, how you feel happy. All of those things can get impacted by uh, negatively impacted, so impacted in a bad way if you're addicted to screens and if you're addicted to video games. So, you know, some video games are fine to play in moderation. Uh, but that means that, you know, you're not overdoing it. You're, you have, like we discussed last week, you have a schedule, you have a plan, you, you play for a certain amount of time, um, and then that's it. And then you're able to turn it off and put it away and do other things. You're able to go read a book. You're able to go play with, you know, your toys or blocks or, you know, whatever it is that you like to play. You're, you're able to go out, take a break, ride your bike or play basketball in your driveway uh, or, you know, play hockey or whatever, play soccer, whatever it is that you want to do. Don't do it in a park nowadays because you could get in trouble, but, you know, um, but go do other things. Don't just stay on your screen all the time, especially, especially playing video games, because it can be just as bad for your brain as taking drugs, which is really, really bad. And always remember when you're on the internet that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching. Actually, Allah is watching you everywhere. You know, as Muslims, we don't need cameras. We don't need, you know, monitoring software. Uh, we, we shouldn't need any of these things. We shouldn't have to have our parents watching over us and then we behave and otherwise, you know, we end up doing haram or bad things because Allah is always watching us, right? And the angels are recording everything that we are doing, everything that we're watching, everything that we're listening to. So if we do end up doing something wrong, something bad, Allah SWT will know about it. Allah knows about it for sure. It will be in our book of deeds and we will have to answer for it. And if it becomes a habit, especially when you're young, it can become very, very difficult to get rid of when you get older. So that's why always, always remember that Allah is watching. It doesn't matter if no one else is watching. Allah is always watching every single human being. But every Muslim should know this because the others sometimes don't realize this. Allah SWT is always watching us. Okay, so whether you're on the internet or you're outside or you're with your friends or wherever you are, always know that Allah is watching and you are going to have to answer for what you're doing. So before you do anything, before you watch anything, before you talk about anything before you listen to anything, before you go anywhere, before you go on any website or any app, um, you, you remember that, okay, whatever I'm about to do, how am I going to justify it to Allah SWT? How am I going to answer? What am I going to say to Allah when Allah asks me, why did you do this? Why did you say this? Why did you go to this website? Why were you on this app? Why were you watching that video? Why were you, you know, looking at those pictures or talking about these things which were bad? 
Allah is going to ask us. And what answer are you going to give? So before you do it, ask yourself. And when you ask yourself, hopefully there will be enough to actually make you realize that doing that is not a good idea and that you should stop. And that way you're safe, inshallah, from Allah's questioning on the Day of Judgment. And you'll also stay safe in this world as well. So you actually get double benefits. Okay, so always remember that Allah is always watching. So ask yourself then, so what am I watching and what am I doing? Okay, so that's my question. You don't have to tell me. Think yourself that whatever I'm doing on the internet, where does it fall in everything that we have discussed so far? So what are you watching? What are you doing on the internet? You know, so this could be in the form of different apps, right? Um, you know, that people are into. These are just some examples. There are, of course, many more. There's many other apps, you know, that, that are, are coming out that will continue to come out. So it doesn't matter which app you're on doesn't matter which device you're using. doesn't matter, you know, what you're actually, um, you know, how you're actually doing it. But just ask yourself that whatever I'm doing, is it acceptable? Number one, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is it a trap of shaitan? Is it something that could harm me in this world, in this life, and in the hereafter? You know, ask yourself all of these questions. Is there any benefit coming out of it? You know, am I doing something, perhaps posting videos or sharing pictures that could get me in trouble? You know, that could uh, have many consequences for me. Um, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could become unhappy with. You know, so, so just question yourself. Regardless of which platform, which tool, which app uh, you're using, always have these questions in mind. You know, whether it's videos that you're posting, whether it's videos that you're watching, whether it's conversations that you're having, um, you know, whether it's uh, videos and pictures from other people that you're watching. It doesn't matter, right? The principle is the same that you ask yourself, how good is this for me? How dangerous is this for me in this world? And secondly, or most actually most importantly, how dangerous is it with regards to displeasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Would Allah be happy? Okay, so whatever you're doing on whichever apps or games or devices that you're going on, you know, would Allah be happy with what you are spending your time doing on the internet? Always ask yourself this. This question is equally valid for children. For teens and for adults. Okay, so would Allah be happy with what you are doing on the internet? And furthermore, would your parents be happy? Okay, so if your parents found out about everything that you were doing on the internet, okay, whether it's through again, whether it's whichever app it is, whichever device is it, it is, okay, would your parents be happy with whatever you are doing that includes talking about, that includes watching, that includes posting, that includes listening to, reading about? Would your parents be happy with what you are doing on the internet? Would your teachers approve? So if your teachers found out, okay, or if I found out, or anyone else in the community found out about what you're doing, how do you think we would respond? Would we approve of what you're doing? You see, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran about Iblis and what he said. Okay, what Iblis said. So Iblis is basically um, the head shaitan, right? And basically what he said when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kicked him out of the company of the angels and Iblis was upset at Allah, even though that's a pretty silly thing to do because there's no point of getting upset with Allah because Allah is the master, Allah is the king, Allah is our Lord, Allah is in control. So anyone who gets upset at Allah really isn't doing themselves any favor, you know, doing themselves any favor. They're just really hurting themselves. But Iblis promised to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I will approach them. And he's talking about us. He's talking about the human beings. I will approach them. 
from bayni aydihim min bayni aydihim from their front wa min khalfihim their back wa an aymanihim and from their right wa an shamailihim and their left and he promised to allah wala tajidu aktharahum shakirin and then you will find most of them to be ungrateful so shaitan has already promised that he's going to try different approaches different tools to try to attack us to try to lead us away from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to get us to do things which are evil to show us evil to get us to listen to things which are harmful and evil to get us to do everything that he possibly can to lead us away from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to make us ungrateful for allah's blessings and eventually to lead us to deny allah subhanahu wa ta'ala okay so remember the key point here is that shaitan is not just going to come to you be like you know hi i'm iblis and i i want to distract you from allah so don't believe in allah he's not going to say that you know he's going to use different tricks to get you from the front from the back from the right from the left from every corner to try to attack you and trick you and trap you what shaitan wants to do is he wants to trap you so that you become his you become an evil follower of his and you turn away from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala okay so be very very careful that when you go on the internet especially nowadays there's going to be a lot of traps set up by shaitan to try to catch you just like that mouse trap that we saw in the beginning okay so be aware be careful be warned and if after having this conversation if after watching this presentation you're thinking about all of the things then it's good right it's called muhasaba like you you reflect and you think about okay what am i actually doing because every single one of us shouldn't be thinking about others we should be thinking about ourselves meaning how do we improve ourselves when we learn something new when we are reminded about something what we should do is instead of thinking oh yes you know this really applies to this friend and that friend of mine instead of thinking that way we should be thinking how does this apply to me where do i stand how much is this you know does this impact me in terms of what i've been doing and if you do that right now and you realize oops i've made some mistakes i've looked at stuff or talked about things or watched stuff or listened to stuff that i shouldn't have you know i've posted videos uh, i don't know on tiktok or other apps maybe that i really shouldn't have i've done things which you know make me ashamed in front of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which would make me feel ashamed in front of my parents and my teachers or or the imam or whoever else so if you feel embarrassed which is a good feeling to have when you've done something wrong so if you feel embarrassed and you feel feel guilty then that's okay because inshallah if we seek forgiveness from allah allah will forgive us but most importantly we should learn from our mistakes we should learn from our mistakes so everyone makes mistakes maybe you've made some mistakes as well but we need to learn from our mistakes and that way we can turn our mistake into something good because it will help us not repeat that mistake again okay the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam has told us that la yuldaghul mu'min that the believer is not stung min juhrin from a hole or min juhrin wahidin from the same hole twice marratain la yuldaghul mu'minu min juhrin wahidin marratain meaning the believer right a muslim is not stung from the same hole twice meaning that if you know that there is a hole and especially in the past you know there would be uh, snakes you know that would be or still like in warmer countries there are snakes who live in holes and if a person knows that you know on their path um, that there is a hole in which there is a snake or a dangerous animal or insect that could bite them you know or sting them 
then maybe it will happen once because they didn't, you know, the first time because they didn't realize that there was a hole there, that that trap was there, as an example. But the second time around, they should be careful. They should learn from that mistake. If the first time around they got stung or they got bitten, then the second time around, it shouldn't happen again because now they should be aware and they should know that, okay, there is danger here and I'm going to be careful. So in the same way, if you've made mistakes and we've all made mistakes, you've made mistakes and you realize, okay, I, I fell into a trap of shaitan in the past, especially on the internet, because that's what we were talking about. Then you think about it and you learn from that mistake and you say, okay, you know what? I'm not going to make that mistake again. I'm not going to get trapped by that again. I'm going to be careful this time because the believer is not stung from the same hole twice. Okay. So always remember that Allah is always watching. doesn't matter which app, which device, which platform, or what you're doing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always watching. Lockdown, no lockdown, lights off, lights on, daytime, nighttime, time of year, doesn't matter. Time of day, it doesn't matter whether you're alone in your room or with your friends. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always watching and always, always remember that. And if we can remember that and internalize that so that we are always thinking of that, then it will really help us protect ourselves from behavior which can get which can get us in trouble with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the hereafter, in the akhirah, on the day of judgment, and behavior that can also cause us problems in this life, in this world as well. So therefore, my friends, think twice before watching. Okay, before you watch something, think twice. Be careful about sending videos and pictures. Okay, be very, very careful. Try not to make any videos, not to send any pictures. Beware of strangers, okay, in person, but also on the internet. People you haven't met before, if you're getting to chat with someone um, and you haven't met them before in person, be very, very careful. Take a break from time to time. Don't be online all the time. Don't be on your video games. Don't be on your devices all the time. Your brain needs a break. Otherwise, it's going to be, uh, it can be very, very dangerous and harmful for your brain and for your body. And of course, remember Allah much. A person who is constantly in the remembrance of Allah who is offering their salah on time, who is reciting Qur'an every day, who is making du'a every day, a person who is regularly doing the dhikr of Allah, saying subhanallah, alhamdulillah, Allahu Akbar, la ilaha illallah, astaghfirullah, 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 Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad, you know, a person who is constantly engaged in the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it will become easier for them to stay away from these harmful, harmful things. Because when they are invited into a trap of shaitan, by an evil person or by shaitan himself, then this dhikr of Allah will remind them of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It will remind them that Allah is watching. It will remind them about the things that they have heard today, inshallah. And that way they will be able to stop themselves before doing something which can cause them harm. Any questions or comments? Any questions or comments, children? Okay, so if everyone is okay, then inshallah, I'd like to thank you uh, for joining us this evening. And again, I apologize for the technical difficulties. Um, inshallah, I will uh, try to make a recording of this available for those who may have missed it. Um, I would like you to stay safe, inshallah. Take care of yourselves. Um, remember that after this hardship, there will be ease, inshallah. So have good hopes in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Take care of your family. Be kind and loving and forgiving towards everyone. Try to be understanding and patient. Everyone is having a challenging time. 
and uh, stay safe. Continue to study at home. Um, be sure to go outside and get some fresh air, but don't play in the parks. You're allowed to go for walks if you keep uh, distance between yourself and others, uh, meeting people who are not members of your family. Go with your parents, of course. Uh, you, if you have a front yard or a backyard, you can go outside and get some fresh air. Um, if you can't go outside because it's raining, still find something to do at home, um, outside, like apart from your computer or your device, inshallah. And I look forward to seeing you uh, hopefully next week, inshallah. Jazakallah khaira. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Ashadu wa la ilaha illa ant. Nastaghfiruk wa natubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.